Nick and MG in the morning. Brought to you by the Sydney Kings. Spend summer with the Sydney Kings. Tickets at Ticketek. Welcome to the Mick and MG podcast. This is where we give you a clue for the humdinger. I know a lot of you have come here specifically for it. Do you want to have you're a hum brain again? Dead. If you don't know, yeah. it's so obvious. Yes. Yeah, you're like children. You have the basic <laughs> intelligence of a five-year-old. Yep. I don't know what more I can do mm-hmm. apart from humming. <laughs> Bang. That was good. <laughs> yes. Okay, it's a clue. All right, it's American. Yep. Okay? Yep. And it comes from a place... <laughs> <laughs> which oh. is mentioned in the Ooh, okay, that's title. Have I gone too far? You no. have gone too far. If you don't now, honestly, if you don't get that, you are an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> the title is the title of a movie And as it's well. not Viva Las Vegas. No. Mm. Oh, well, that'd be a good one. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> if you want to play, you just register on the win page at triplem.com.au. It's jackpotted now. To eight hundred dollars. Oh yeah, yeah, baby. Let's go. What's up? What's up? Oh, I'm a bit disappointed. I'm what? a bit upset. Why? Well, what's I mean, wrong? Uh, uh, you know, I've been outed by another radio station. Why? What's what's uh, what? Kiss FM. Are they any good? What are they? Oh, they're, they're great. Yeah, Kyle, are they big? They're Kyle and Jackie O. Kyle they? and Jackie O. I've heard about this Kyle. He's green. He's a kid. He's got potential. <laughs> Is that yeah. what you're saying? Yes. Yeah, what are they? Apparently, they've said on air that I'm lonely. Mm. Uh, I'm a tragic figure. No. I cut a tragic figure. Mm-mm. Around Sydney, no. I'm often, often on my own. I'm, I'm I'm eating in restaurants on my own. Check. I yeah. do that. Mm. I go to the cinemas on that, my own. That, that's good. If you if you when can... I have sex, generally <laughs> on my own. If anyone would like to get involved, one two three five five three. Give me a call. You do like your own company, which is fantastic because I'm a super fella. That's exactly right. And I'm hurt. I'm genuinely hurt that they would take a crack at me. No. Uh, like that. Who said what? Okay, well, let's just have a listen. It was Jackie, but... Jackie, yeah. Yeah, yes. Wow. Yeah. Jackie. Let's have a listen. I went out to dinner last night, and I actually went past Mick Malloy, sitting on his own at a, at a table. And his own, his own. Well, I don't know, he could have been someone. waiting for someone, I'm assuming. Oh, no. Like, I was getting there, we were getting there at, like, 6, 30. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm assuming he was waiting for someone. You are at a restaurant? We were at a restaurant, yeah. yeah. Did you say hi, Mick? No, he had his oh. head down, and I thought, you know that moment where you're walking past, and you go, should I say hi? Oh, no, I won't say I'll die. You thought, no, He hasn't off. seen me. Unbelievable. Okay. I was waiting for my Tinder date. Yeah. <laughs> it turned out to be a truck driver called Greg. And what, he was, what he time was did he arrive? <laughs> did you get stood up? He was late. <laughs> yes, I was on my own. Jackie, yeah, she walked past. She's been stalking me for yes, years. Right. She, Do you know that? She's uh, on the market. She would, she would have Hello. Hello. I, I wouldn't mind her diet tips. <laughs> they could come in handy. She does look good. Uh, she does indeed. Well, that's you never la- You're never lonely. We're together on She's Sunday night. She's been stalking night. me for years, yeah, I think so. by the way. Yeah, that's kind yeah. of... I bet you, I bet you this. I guarantee you, she would have been mentally undressing me. <laughs> Which, by the way, she, takes a while. She's human. <laughs> you, want, you want to get cracking? She is. She is human. It's Help. a big job. I'm hurt. Uh, I, I'm a little uh, rocked this morning. Let me rock. You man. might have to. You're not Go like, ahead on your own. No, no. no. Oh, is this going to make you moody for the rest of the show? I'm no. not moody. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> You're a lonesome loser. No. <laughs> oh, you always take Jackie's side. <laughs> from rugby league brawls to media scrums, from green grass stains to red carpet burns, from hit-ups to Hollywood. With the latest in entertainment news, it's OMG. MG. OMG, MG.
Yeah, right. well, there are lots of stories around the globe um, which are involving celebrities. Let's start with the UK. Uh, King Charles oh, yeah. is to be treated in hospital for an enlarged prostate, Tash, and you've got the latest on that, haven't you? Yeah, two major health announcements overnight involving the senior royal- royals. Princess Kate will not be returning to royal duties until after Easter. Whatever. After She's undergoing successful not that abdominal What does she do surgery. anyway? What, what are her duties? Yeah. She's the queen in waiting. Uh, yeah. And then King Charles... Yeah, has well, cutting a ribbon at an orphanage. Oh no, they can't wait. <laughs> Next, King Charles. What's happening? King there? Charles will have a corrective procedure on an enlarged but benign <laughs> prostate. He's got, it's got to be like one of his sausage fingers. He's got, he's got sausage penis. <laughs> it's it, apparently it's so enlarged he can knight people with it. <laughs> I tell you what, you, he, he gets them on the knees. And nice of oh, Hang on. Don't give Prince Andrew any ideas. Oh, oh. Imagine imagine if, he, if he had an enlarged prostate, there'd be trouble. Like a rumba. Or imagine if Prince or King Charles was your doctor with them fingers examining your prostate. Like a rumba. Like a rumba. That'd get your attention. A little bit closer to home. What else you got? A little bit closer to home. Wouldn't you love to have Roxy Jazenko as your mother? She's going to buy her son a $900,000. I can't even, I don't even know what the, Audemars PJ, is it? Pick you? Don't ask me, mate. It's your segment. $900,000 for a watch. For, for a, a watch? Yes, 11th birthday. Jesus. Well, if I know Sydney, that watch is not going to make it out of the playground. Oh. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. So he'll know the exact time all his classmates beat the shit out of him because he's wearing a $900,000 watch. He's a nine-year-old, by the way. I, 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 I he's Her daughter picks his 11. Um, her young son is nine. My parents wouldn't let us go to Macca's. No. Mm. no. Yeah, $900,000 watch. Oh well, the girl has a Range Rover, doesn't she? The eldest daughter. Oh, mm. it's, it's, yes. It's yeah. all kinds of bad parenting going on there. Okay, and what's the big story you want to get to? Well, Brad Pitt, um, he's uh, he's so hot right now. He always is so hot, but uh, he's, <laughs> his ex-roommate, Jason Put Priestley. Put some effort into it. You've got to be excited. He's so hot right now. He's so hot right now that he's, he's just turned 60, by the way. But back in their day. Has he? he yeah. Amazing. Oh, there you go. He, um, he roomed with Jason Priestley, who basically said that him and uh, Brad Pitt were both struggling actors at the time, and they used to go have a little bet with each other who could go the longest without having a shower. Oh, God. And Brad Pitt would always win. There you go. A bit so, woofy, was he? Yeah, a bit woofy. Never get wind of town wind of Brad Pitt. <laughs> would that be an impediment to you uh, betting him? Yeah. I don't, not for one night. I reckon yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd find a way around it, oh, I think. I just see you entering the bedroom with a peg on your nose. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can do this. Awesome, yep. nice guy. I know someone that interviewed him once and they said that was the standout thing is you walked into the broom oh. and the body odour was mm. horrific. Can you put that to one side? Sure. <laughs> I, think, I think most <laughs> women no, would. I couldn't. Uh, everyone in the UK is going, mm, I don't get it. Where's the story? <laughs> <laughs> All the truckies. <laughs> I mean, define shower. Shower. I mean, I've, I, I always, when I, I leave. Soap. When I leave KFC, I get a couple of moist towelettes and often pat oh. myself down yeah, it's not a before shower. a date. No. Oh, oh, what a lucky lady. A wet one. These two live together. All right, here's the deal. Give us a call, 13353. This will be fun. Your shared household oh, stories. Nice. What did you get up to in your house? Did you have a housemate from hell? Huh, we've got a few stories on this. My shared household, that, that, you're lucky if there was. Even a beer in the oh, fridge. What about the pizzas? <laughs> the cold so pizza. Me and our mate lived together and we're f- there for eight months. And we used to, there's a pizza place next door. 
and we never put the uh, pizza boxes out, and we had to get an Irvan to come round <laughs> and backed it up and loaded it with what? all our empty pizza boxes. <laughs> yeah. Why am I not surprised? No, if that house had a quick fire, it would have burnt for days. <laughs> so right. we, we had a, in, a, in our shared household, we had so much uh, fungus in our oh, in our no. in our bathroom, oh, no. no, you had you had to wear thongs to have a shower. It was like a, oh. it was like a caravan park. Gross when you see mushrooms growing on the wood. Yeah, yeah. Oh. didn't That's you really clean it. the bathroom? Why would you do that? Why would you do that? Well, you, there's no, there's it's going to take time and yeah. organisation. We have to buy a cleaning product. Yeah, no, that's... We had people around for dinner and then we realised we couldn't cook, so we made tacos. And then we realised we didn't have any cutlery, so we just put newspaper down on the table and served up <laughs> served up tacos. Oh, look at the look on her face. Was this last year? Yeah. <laughs> yesterday. Yes, it was. Uh, what about you, Do you? Oh, yeah, I have a room for about three or four years. I lived with a couple of mates and then eventually my sister and her friend moved into the granny flat but things were so tight that um one of my mates called the mega man he um we used to take all the food me and my other mate spook who lived with each other <laughs> yes. he me and him used to love love the food you know we're on the tooth right, yep. so mega would take would say where's the barbecue shows where are the eggs and we'd go into his room when he went to work and they're all under his bed hiding so we wouldn't take <laughs> so we, 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 well, how'd we, you find him when he went to work, we went looking for him <laughs> <laughs> wow. under his bed. This sounds like uh, members of the SAS. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about you? You'd have some stories to oh, tell. Oh, yeah. I've had so many housemates. One of them, though, was a bit short on cash and decided one day, oh, guys, this house is a mess. We're going to get a cleaner. Wow. We were like, oh, if you organise it, fine, go for it. So we would all go to work, come back. And Spoiler. the cleaner was pretty lazy. Um, like it did, there wasn't much getting cleaned. But and it, this finally, I went. You've got to fire this cleaner. The cleaner's terrible. Like yeah. it's horrendous. Right. Anyway, I came home early from work. The cleaner was her, oh. and she was doing a horrible <laughs> job and charging us a fortune. Wow. <laughs> That's a movie. <laughs> My cleaner was no good. No, uh, never removed the chalk outlines or the police tape up out the front. I, I'm not even going to bother asking you because you would have the tidiest. Oh, you did You did share a house? Uh, when I lived in Darwin, I had a flatmate who had an interesting boyfriend who had a motorbike and I was doing late shifts, so I'd go to bed at 1 mm. or 2 o'clock in the morning and he used to start the motorbike outside my window at 5 o'clock in the morning yeah. and I just asked him nicely, can you just keep it down? So the next morning he revved it even louder and I chased him down the street. Oh, with a knife or something. That would have been disturbing it for anyone been watching Jace. that. <laughs> uh, you get the idea. Jack's on the line. Jack, uh, you at a uh, shared house? Yeah, mate. Yeah, I live with a, a bit of a grub called Elliot. We nicknamed him Smelliot. <laughs> anyway, it's a, bit, it's a bit of a party house and um, we all were on our separate little adventures for the weekend. Anyway, you bought a cooked chook and we always had dirty clothes and stuff. So there was always a bit of smell, but I thought, oh, what's that smell? And I lifted this cooked chook up off the bench and all these maggots were coming oh! out from the stomach of it. How long had it been there? Oh. Uh, probably about three, four days, I think, oh. sitting on the bench. A chook wouldn't okay. last three days in my shed house. No. <laughs> that would have been woof to Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> Sport Report. Before we get on to what happened last night in the tennis, uh, the NRL yesterday announced a rule change ahead of the New season, this season, 2024, here's the rule. Uh, as of 2024, if a team kicks the ball out on the full over the touchline from a line dropout, or if the, fall, the ball falls to, sorry, fails to travel at least 10 metres, um, the opposing team will not get the two points or a shot at goal. They'll just get the ball 10 metres out from the try. So they get possession. Yeah, they'll get Why possession. Why they changed it? I don't know. I don't know. 
It's a, too look, much spare time on the hands. Well, I, I just don't know why we have to keep making changes to our game. We, we bag other sports, i.e. rugby union, about too many rules. Yeah. And here we are doing the exact same thing. I, it, it's, not, it's not discouraging ineptness. I mean, if a ball goes out in the full, it's a crap kick. So you should, should be punished you should for, penalize it. for it. Yeah. Uh, that is a good point. Are you allowed to weigh the players, though? That's what I want to know. <laughs> right. Well, in case you missed yesterday, the AFL in their latest <laughs> yearbook have decided not to um, announce the players' weights in their catalogue. It's too so intrusive. Too intrusive. As professional athletes, yes. you shouldn't know what their weights are. What was your playing weight? Uh, one, uh, between 107 and 112. It's about... what I am right now. <laughs> <laughs> I could have taken you. You could have. I would have run straight at you. You would have been. Would have been, been you would have been lock forward, I reckon. You would have been one of them little gritty lock forwards getting amongst yeah, it. Getting... I would have, absolutely, oh, with the big headband on. With a headband. To, to protect, and shoulder pads. To protect my cauliflower ears. <laughs> I would have uh, run straight at it. There would have uh, been a lot of trash talk too. Oh, yeah. Um, also overnight, um, we mentioned it earlier, uh, Novak Djokovic, he's, um, he, he beat our young, uh, up-and-coming young, um, what's his name, Popperin, uh, Alexi Popperin. But there was some controversy. What uh, well, he kind of had a bit of a tangle with a, a crowd member. This is how it went down. He's having some issues with the crowd. He wants someone to come down and say it to his face. And the guy's standing up, too. This is getting good. A lot of things that were being told to me, say, on the court. And at one point, I had enough, and I asked him whether he wants to come down and tell it to my face, <laughs> yeah, you know? Sure. That him, would be good for tennis. To come down. You know, tough man, tough guy, come down and tell hey. it to my face. And let's ah. have a discussion about it. You know, people have a few, few drinks, I guess, late at night as well. That's That probably is, uh, also has an effect on how they feel and behave. Um, and that's okay. You know, people pay tickets to come and watch us. They want to see the show. They want to have fun. They're all allowed to do that. But if somebody crosses the line, then I'm going to take it to him, and <laughs> as I did to this guy, and just yeah, ask him if he wants to come closer and tell me. It's going to be on like a ding-dong, not in a court. Mind you, I'd be confident I could take you to run in the tennis crowd. What was said? Shots fired. Well, that's the first time I've ever seen that happen in a tennis match, a major tennis match. I've never seen a player... Confront. Well, if you can see, you see people confront people, but not saying "let's go, let's tangle." Yeah, you know, a couple. Of, uh, you should have gone the Cantona oh, and just oh, jumped the fence. He's sick. Scissor kicked him. <laughs> that was a good look. Well, everyone's up to it. Uh, what about uh, Pavlyuchenko? Yes. Can I buy a vowel? Uh, has slammed the disturbing behaviour from drunk fans at the Australian Open. Also, yep. Uh, she was out in the party court. This yeah. is where you're allowed to. Drink beers. It's kind of like got a bar. Yeah. It's like the one at the golf. Exactly. Um, It encourages a bit of ribald behaviour, and she reckons she was meowed at. (laughs) Meow. Wow. It is a party court. It's a party court. If you can't meow at a party court, I don't know. Where can you you meow? What you can do. They don't like being meowed at or hissed like a bee. Oh, no. Sisyphus. Remember him? We got the audio? Yeah. What's wrong? There's a person imitating a bee. Oh, yeah? I'll take care. It's a buzz right before I serve. It's buzzing me before I serve. Make it stop. Do you know the once I asked a person from the crowd to let's go? Did you? In my playing career. Where? I was walking off a field in the early 90s and uh, we'd just beaten a game. We beat the Western Suburbs Magpies. And as I was walking off, one of the people in the crowd just were giving it to me. And the next minute I felt something on the back of my head. I got hit on the head with an, uh, an umbrella. So I've chased this bloke up the grandstand with my steel, <laughs> my steel studs on. Go, click, 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 click. Come here, click, click, click. Oh, I would love to have seen that. If you're that guy, give us a call. One, two, three, five, three. I find this fascinating. 
this next story. According uh, to news reports, that Gen Z mm-hmm. as a group, guess what their greatest fear is? Oh, well, have a think about it. World War Three, working, <laughs> working, working, <laughs> working at an office, yeah. waking uh, up. Um, no, it's making a phone call. Oh, uh, uh, so I'm Gen X. What are you? With you? Yeah. What are you? Are I'm you? am I 81? Why? Why? I don't know. Great, 81. Why? You don't even know what generation you are. No, I think it's Y. Yeah. Mm. Z. Have a crack. We're in our 50s. We're X. Well, we're, we're, we're X. What, and what, I'd like to think tarsh? I can come you know, to Ralph. She's uh, in the uh, baby, Early century. baby boomer plus. <laughs> <laughs> Quaker. <laughs> She's Quaker. Why, why are they scared of making phone calls? Do you know? Oh. They're scared of making phone calls because today they don't actually like having conversations. They won't. They will answer text messages, but if you're calling, it's their biggest fear to actually have a phone conversation. They're never with the off real their life. phones. The primary function of a phone is to make a phone call. Which so makes... you're telling me they're wedded to this item they carry, but mm. they won't use yes. it for a designated purpose. Yes. Yep. That is unbelievable. Uh, social anxiety, they're saying, and uh, fear of judgment oh. and humiliation from oh, wow. the other end. That's unbelievable. Gen, Gen Z, if I had to make a phone call, I would freak out. <laughs> When I do make a call, I usually sit down and write potential responses <laughs> oh, <laughs> to what I think they'll say to me, just so I'm prepared. That's so bad. That is if so I'm tasked bad. with calling someone important, the prospect might bring me to tears. Mm-hmm. The sense of failure contributes to my heightened sense of stress. It's a phone call, people. <laughs> just make the calls. Yeah. But to be fair, though... <laughs> You're not great with answering your oh, phone no. either. Excuse me? Oh, no. you, oh, you never answer your phone. No. Well. And all your friends say the same thing. Glenn Robbins says it's so hard to get a hold of you sometimes. You don't look at my phone and you tell me <laughs> how many unanswered phone calls I have. Uh, 747. Oh, my God. How many text messages unanswered? Well, emails, 24,366. Wasn't a big network head trying to get a hold of you for something? Yeah, I was on the golf course. And uh, I didn't have a mobile, mobile phone on me, and a guy in a suit ran out of the bushes. No way. And so he goes, a movie. Uh, well, I've got Brad March on the phone for you. He needs to talk to you immediately. I said, I'm not allowed to use mobile phones on the golf course. <laughs> <laughs> he had twigs in his hair. He was puffing. Um, uh, that's a phobia. Mm. It's a good one. So that's Gen Z's phobias. It's sad. It's a sad one to be Bella, honest. our newest member of staff, is a Gen Z. Come in here, Bella. Yeah, Bella. Come on, Get Bella. Get in here. Oh, we'll see if she's uh, frightened of making a phone call. Cause she, she operates the phones here on yeah, the show. Yeah, she does. No wonder none of our calls are coming through. <laughs> Hi, Bella. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Welcome to the program. Are you Thank frightened you. of making phone calls? Well, I am one of your producers, so I do answer phone calls on the daily. You would <laughs> right. hope that I can answer a phone call. Do you have any other phobias? Dirty feet. Oh, yeah. Really? really? Mm. Unwashed feet. Unwashed feet. Really, really. Because I'm wearing sandals today. <laughs> oh, no. The foot is on What's the bench. What's wrong with that? Oh, that's horrendous. What's oh, wrong with it that? Up. It's that's on the paper. It's next to his phone. It's next to the phone. It's the phone. It's the phone and the foot. <laughs> She's losing oh, her mind. It's next to the phone. <laughs> That's it. Let's do phobias. One triple three five three. Your phobia is smelly feet. Dirty feet. Well, Dirty feet. Don't go out on a date with Brad Pitt. That's <laughs> all I'm saying. I am in the right age range. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's Leonardo. No, you're a bit old for Leonardo, <laughs> I, I would have thought. And you're only Gen Z. We might come to you from time to time to understand what the hell you're thinking. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're slightly confused down this end of the pool. Is that okay? Absolutely. I'll be All right, go and don't be frightened of the 
the phone because we're going to calls <laughs> yes. right now. Okay, so if you could take them, that'd I be great. One triple three five three. What's your phobia at the moment? Uh, they're frightened of making a call on their oh. mobile phone. <laughs> yep. Uh, so an emergency, I'm guessing they'd rather send a TikTok. <laughs> he, he, here's a TikTok of, of me and my my grandmother who's dying. Whoa, check it out. I'm doing a dance. Doing a dance. Hi, Triple O. Yeah, can I? Cool. <laughs> you know, I have a fear of answering my phone if it's a number I don't know. Oh, no, okay, yeah. and that's fair. But if you recognise the number or you, t- you make a call. I, I, I think that if you have a number calling your phone that isn't recognisable or you haven't got it in your book, in your phone as a contact, then you don't know them. So I don't answer. And if they don't want to use it, leave a voicemail, well, that's up to them. Correct. Uh, I don't get it. Frightened of using the phone. It'd be like your grandparents uh, frightened of the mailbox. Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you going to get the mail? <laughs> 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 There'll be letters in there. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, that's a phobia. Gen Z's got it. We're asking you, what are your phobias? Greg's on the line. Greg, what do you have a phobia of? Uh, claustrophobia. Yeah. Okay, and how does it present itself? uh, Well, I just can't catch lifts that you can't see out of. I'm just scared the doors will never open up again. Uh, An elevator. You don't like getting in a... That's it. Now, now you can concur here. This is a phobia of yours. I was recently, uh, this week, I stayed um, in in the city at Merritt Apartments, which on the 71st floor... And the first thing I look at um, is when I get into a, a lift or an elevator is the roof to see if I can get out of it if it gets stuck. I try and f- I'm going to punch my way out of something because I'm so I'm absolutely shit scared of being caught in a lift. Really? Well, I was caught in the. I got. Oh, I settled down. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, thanks, Ray. At the next uh, at the next time we're in a lift together, by the way, we no, hit the emergency no, stop. No. <laughs> that's, that's how it all started when I was about eleven. I'm going to I'm going to wait till I'm going to fill up with about twenty people. Hit the emergency oh, stop. No. Get ready for it. I'll turn into the Hulk. Yeah. <laughs> when the doors open, it'll just be right. 19 dead people in you. How did you work this out? Oh, I was, when I was 11, I went to a Mountjoy shopping centre with my mates and they had like three levels. It was this beautiful big new building and they one of my mates done that, pushed the emergency exit and stuck in this lift for three hours mm. in, a, in pitch black. Oh, wow. And uh, I was... It, you didn't trauma- say the funny side. Traumatised me forever. Imagine if you, they thought you were dead and you weren't and you woke up inside a coffin and you were buried under oh, 10 feet. Oh, Would hey, that be upsetting? Oh, oh, oh. That's another movie I saw. Like, that was an Alfred Hitchcock movie that when I was a young black, like, sent shivers up my spine. And Kill Bill too, Kill, which you saw oh, recently. Kill Bill. What about that? Mm, all right. Alex is on the line. Alex, uh, what are you scared of? Morning Legends. Uh, spiders, so it's arachnophobia. Yes. Um, it's, yeah, terrible. I was driving one day and um, at night and a huntsman crawled up the passenger side window and um, obviously screamed like a little girl, found the first driveway I could, jammed the car into that, um, ripped the car into what I thought was park and the handbrake up, yeah. snapped the centre console off oh. and I ran out the passenger door, <laughs> came back around the, the, truck, the car to find the car was reversing and I had to crawl back inside and try and put it in park without, you know, having to deal with the spider. <laughs> Thankfully, I got it out and I flicked it onto the road and a B-double ran it over. Oh, poor spider. At least you've let it go. I've got to ask this about arachnophobiacs. Uh, I'm scared of spiders, but all spiders? Like a, like a daddy long legs? Like if you saw a daddy yeah. long legs, are you scared? Or a money spider? 
everything. I like it doesn't matter how big or small. Sometimes I'm driving in the morning, I see a raindrop and I freak out, thinking, "Oh, there's a spider in the car." It's yeah. just terror. What terrifying. about what about Spider Man? <laughs> no, he's good. He's good <laughs> what about the uh, the milk drink? A, tr- a spider. spider. <laughs> Oh, yeah, no, they, they go. They go good. They, they go, go good. good. Uh, you had something to add. I've got a phobia. It's called misophobia, which is the phobia of hearing people eat. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Too close mm. to me. <laughs> You're never in here when we oh, eat breakfast, are you? Oh, I should hear it That's here. That's very oh. tricky. <laughs> sound like a symphony when we're eating our toast. What about your phobias? You'd have so many. Oh, you got... <laughs> uh, well, I've, 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 the smell of vomit. Oh, if someone vomits, I vomit. <laughs> <laughs> Your Honour. Yes, Your Honour. <laughs> here's, here's how that goes. But when you talk about people eating, uh, I'll tell you what I've got a phobia of. When you go out to it with 90-year-old men and they <laughs> just spit food at you. So I, went, oh. I, I went to a 90th birthday at a golf club and I was, it was me and eight eight blokes and they're talking at me. You know what I'm talking about, Mick? And just food is flying. Seriously, I didn't need to order anything. <laughs> I had a three-course meal. You said it with your mouth out of the yet? I was, I was covered in it. <laughs> Join us as the NRL Telstra Premiership kicks off for the first time ever in Las Vegas. Be there to witness four teams play the first game of the season on American soil. Visit nrl.com slash Vegas. Nick and NG's worst trip to head to the strip. Viva yeah, baby. And next Monday, we kick this competition off. I'm calling it the best prize we've given mm. away on this program, bar By far. Two tickets, two Vegas, two watch, the NRL. This is everything you want uh, in the one prize. Get involved. All you have to do is tell us your worst travel story, your travel nightmare, yep. uh, your trip from hell. How do you get involved? You go to the win page at triplem.com.au and register there. We could be chatting to you Monday. I've got a mate who I should get to enter. He, uh, Luke Darcy, who's a friend a of mine. Champion, AFL footballer. What a good man he is. A, what a terrific fella. And uh, him and his wife were travelling overseas to London, long-haul flight. Um, and they had their, they were in business, and they had their kids down the back in uh, economy. But they put their nanny, yep. stroke au pair, with the kids so that they will be looked after, and she was going to look after them for the duration of the holiday. Uh, one hour into the twenty-four hour flight, the oh, no. uh, nanny walks up to business class and says, "I quit." Oh, <gasps> wow! Yeah, I, I, I quit. Oh. Which what? means she's no longer taking any responsibility for the children she's sitting next to. So Luke has to go from business class oh, down no. to sit with the kids and put her <gasps> up in business. Wow. That's so smart. Well, oh, oh, <laughs> yeah, that's, what, well, that takes some front. I mean, knowing that she's going to have to sit with one of them for another 23 hours. And the next, the next two, three-week holiday, oh. you don't have a, a, a nanny. nanny. There's no, no dinner bookings for you. That is shocking. There's no show tickets for you. Wow. Well, then at, she got a free trip, essentially. She she got her, her way back to London without no. having to do a single thing. Smart. Mm. And a bit cheeky. Very yes. cheeky. That That's what is we the after. type of thing we're after. Oh, yeah. Wow. And a big thank you to Fiji Airways. Their global sale is oh, on yeah. now. Fly Sydney to Nandy return. $609. Sale ends February 2. Book at FijiAirways.com. Conditions do apply. And to register, go to the win page, triple M.com.au. What the f- is going on? God, you are dumb. What the f- is wrong with you? Making MGs. What the f- WTF? A cricket. A commentator has gone viral 
for all the wrong reasons after a rogue comment he made during a local game in WA. Calls, maybe even a bouncer, put put square back, put fine leg back. Make the batsman think twice about it. And even if you want to trap him on the front foot, I, I'd just like to see some more aggressive tactics from the, the fielding side here. My mouth is very dry because I've had a line of cocaine. <laughs> what the f***? <laughs> what? You never hear Richie Benno say that. No. Would you? Would you? <laughs> or Tony <laughs> Gregg. <laughs> Tony Gregg and Bill Laurie. Well, oh. Matt Betches with that schnoz. <laughs> Not the pigeons. The Hoover. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, there it is. Wow. Uh, that's uh, worthy of getting the ball rolling. What have you got? Um, staying along the same theme of sport, uh, Sir David Attenborough is the reason tennis balls are yellow. What the f***? Hang on a second. What are you talking about? Well, tennis balls used to be black or white until the 70s, uh, believe it or not, and their colour was dictated by the colour of the court being played on. But then David Attenborough stepped in and said when uh, Colour TV came in, he'd been talking to the government over and over and they wouldn't uh, allow us to change the balls, and then suddenly they said yes. So uh, 1972, the International Tennis Federation made optic yellow tennis balls are the ones we recognise today. Because he wanted them. Thanks to David Attenborough. That's Mm. pull. Yeah. That is pulling power. That's a guy who was on the receiving end during lots of games of brandy, yeah. I reckon. <laughs> I need to see him coming. Yeah. You're it. Bang. Bang. <laughs> was he the first to tape one up and bowl bounces? Maybe. In the oh, backyard. With a swing. Oh, How good. That's a good and session. And the, the mow the lawn and everything. Have the tramp- Tash, what do you got? Trampoline and slips. Yes. Okay, you know we've got cosy living, which is a cost of living crisis. Mm. In the middle of this, Louis Vuitton has launched a paper bag that looks exactly like a sandwich bag priced at more than $3,000. What the f***? Yeah, it looks like a paper bag that you put your sandwiches in. But what is it made of paper? No, it's made of leather, but it looks like a paper bag and it's worth more than $3,000. <laughs> Who you, needs that? Would you buy that? Absolutely not. You've got two. No, I haven't. <laughs> You've got two. I, I don't have any label. Show me your lunch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know the way you roll. <laughs> You'd do that if Dr. Chris Brown was in here yeah. just to impress oh. him, would you not? Yeah. No, I would not. You'd no, if you have the pony mm. or something with her. <laughs> Oh, I've got a friend who's got a Louis Vuitton dog basket. No. no. Yeah. Right What's that consist wow. of? A, it's a dog shower? basket, but it's made out of the leather. Louis Vuitton leather. The whole thing. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Mm. All right. Uh, what have you got? The world's oldest dog died last year at 31 and went into the Guinness World Records. Mm. It has now been stripped of its title for cheating. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> You can't be cheating about your own. Bad dog. Bad dog. So they reckon reckon the photo from when it was born looks different to it now, and so they've come back and gone, that dog was not 31. Dr Chris Brown tipped that on this program when he he actually said, we were talking about the world lost dog, he said, no, can't be. It is. I don't don't buy it. I don't buy it one little bit. And, And one... And, unless he's gone the full copper tone just yeah. to sort of yeah, it's such, clear it's... up the grey. <laughs> there it Called is. It. Make it 200 years of age in Australian, like in, in human years, not Australian years, in human years. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you have a little lie down? Yes. And we'll take some callers. One, triple, three, five, three. Yes. Get involved. Jono, what do you got for me, buddy? Did you know there's a app called Lift Out mm. that gives you the proximity of the closest dealer to you with the best price and the best product? What the f***? Wow, that's outrageous. And what's it what's called? I'm writing this down. <laughs> <laughs> and for what What drug? Any drug or? No, a pot. A pot? Yeah, just... Leafed out. Leafed out. It's called leafed out. Okay, don't take mm. that tone with me. <laughs> He's got the munchies. And, uh, leafed out. Okay, and you've obviously done a bit of research in this department, Jono. What are the best prices and what are the best suburbs? Mate, I can't tell you too much. No, just give us a couple. It's on the app. 
Uh, what would Campbelltown? you say? Campbelltown. <laughs> I'd say the Central Coast would go well as well, I, I would say. Mm. Is that where you're always going up to Terrigal? Yeah. <laughs> Castle Craig's another place I reckon to be leafed out. Oh. Castle, what about you, Penrith? Penrith. You're, you're neck hey, of the woods. Hey, man. <laughs> I'll get the munchies. <laughs> Double Bay uh, for a couple of weeks every t- every every month. Where's Double Bay? Uh, right, mm, oh, right you near, would know. Near your, near your joint. No, never heard of it. Uh, okay, John. That's good, John. Uh, so, I'd, leafed I'd, out, eh? Hey, John, mm. I'd give you some money, but I'm frightened what you'll spend it on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Craig, uh, what do you got for us, Craig? Aluminium was once more valuable than gold. <gasps> what the f***? Yeah. Oh, wow. Why? The old aluminium, eh? Yes. Uh, when extract- was this? Back in the 1800s. They couldn't extract it from the raw material that they get aluminium from, so they, it was more valuable than gold. All right, nerdlinger. We don't need to go too heavy on the, on the fat. So you could... Uh, the wrapping of my toasted sandwich could, could, could be worth more <laughs> than gold. Than a gold I'm, get, I'm getting two thumbs up. Okay, I'm getting two thumbs up. Wow. Aluminium. Wow. All right, Craig. hundred bucks for you. Good on you, Craigie. Thank you. Thanks, Here man. it is. Go buy yourself some aluminium. Adam's <laughs> on the line. Adam, what's happening? G'day, boys and um, ladies. Uh, welcome back. Thank you. Missed you guys yep. over the summer break. Good on Glad you. to hear you. I'm back on the radio. Okay. Um, look, mine um, combines both um, our love of um, the summer sports, cricket and tennis. Have you been on leafed out? <laughs> and all you sound a bit. Sound a bit half. Well, these from Penrith. You've been working behind play over here, Penrith. Adam. Yes, yeah, get on with on. it. What do you got? Go ahead. Okay, the first Australian Open uh, cricket match was held on a cricket. Uh, sorry, the first Australian Open <laughs> tennis match oh, was held on a cricket field. What the f***? Yeah, he's been leafed out. What? <laughs> what was that? In in 1905, on the lawns of the Warehouse Men's Cricket Club, yep. the first champion in men's singles became Rodney Heath. Oh, jeez. Oh, wow. Brain's hurting now. And mm. what, I'm getting two thumbs yeah, up. Yeah, that's right. Can someone, can someone fact check our fact checkers? I think they're leafed out. They, I they, think so too. All they do is... I think they're downloading it's a, it's they're, 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 they're on, on that app. facts about the Australian Open. So, oh, yeah, well, yeah, well no. done, Adam. Thanks for bringing that to the table. It's yep. cleared me up. And did you know, <laughs> by the way... That David Attenborough changed the oh, colours no. of the tennis balls. Oh, you yeah. That was a good one. That's a really good one. No, yeah. no <laughs> money for you, Adam. Oh, oh a hundred bucks for Adam. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, I'll tell you what the talk of the station is, though. It's humding. Oh, it's mm. not just a so, station. It's New South Wales. Oh, yeah, I, I know what's going on out there, but I can't walk uh, to the bathroom here or the kitchen without everyone challenging me. What yeah, is it? What is it? Throwing is it this? in there. Um, boy, it's hotting up, and yes. it didn't go off this morning. The high drama this morning, uh, even though a clue was given, and I tell you what, there's going to be one more clue given. You've got to go to our podcast yes. if you want to hear it. I have a feeling uh, this might give the whole game away, mm. uh, but for those who want to play, how much money involved? Uh, we've jackpotted to $800, oh, and to set the scene, wow. Mick hums a song. You just have to guess what yep. song he is humming. Yep. And, uh, and there's a few people to... around here who think they know it. Yep, okay. Shall I have a go? Yeah, yep. have another go. <laughs> Bang. Yes. <laughs> That's it. 
Thanks to our great Mason Nakia. He reckons he's got it. And needs the 800. If you do know what it is, go to the Triple M win page, triplem.com.au, to register and tell us. Tell you what, this is going, this has captured the imagination of a nation. As you say, it's gone bunta. It's gone bunta. It has. All brought to you by Makita, by the way. Well done, Makita. Give me the back, Mac. And we've been joined live in the studio for the first time this year by friend of the show, Greg Royce. Happy New Year. Can I say that? Yes, you can. Absolutely. I think you've got to Australia Day. Yeah, that's a good that's a good marker. Once Australia Day comes and goes, then you can start saying, forget about New Year. Now it's, let's go. Happy Easter. Happy Easter. Great to see you. Now, you, I know, are intrigued about our new segment, Humdinger. Yes. You've been at me. I've been so close. Can you? I can't. It's too too precious information. Would you like me to hum it for you again? Yeah, please. I'm going to have a guess, and if I guess it and it's correct, right, you can't blame me because I really think I'm close. Go. (laughs) That's Stairway to Heaven. Oh, <laughs> what is it's wrong like, with you? It's like what you're doing is like rhythmic breathing. It's not, it's, that's not humming because you need that's humming. No, but you need you need something musical in there. Oh, that's actually oh, harmonised beautifully. <laughs> oh, I should get Guy Sebastian in here. It would I really. Don't you Guy Sebastian in front of him. Yeah, come on, mate. They've got a showbiz war going. Yeah. Have you really? Oh, I'm just not a fan of his. That's all. Oh, I don't get it. I'm quite. Think really? he's a decent it's fellow. It's he's a, a Maroubraite. Yeah, he's 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 the he's the mayor of Maroubra. It's ever since him the, the neighbour days. You know, I just I, I, st- I stood up for the old bloke. That's all. Right, okay. I don't know what you're talking about when you say that, but I just said, okay, like I knew. I, I don't even know if Neighbours is still on. Was he on Neighbours? No, the neighbour war he had with his oh, neighbour. about neighbor, the big the yeah. neighbour. Yeah, yeah, we know about oh, him. guys. Oh, yeah. his house. Yeah. Hey, your social media, I look at it. Oh, I get tired. And I get exhausted. <laughs> I start sweating. Yeah. Can you post something of you just sitting around on the couch eating Doritos? Please. Something I, like that, because you're running or hiking or you're doing some kind of challenge. What's Every happening? week. I'm doing a different uh, – I'm doing a lot of physical activity at the moment, but I started the year of doing trying to do like a different challenge every week, right? Okay. So something physical or mental or spiritual, whatever. I just want to do something just because um, if I don't, I find that I have to live in my own head. <laughs> I do not want to do that. You don't want to be How in here for too long. you both go to the gym because left your own devices? Yeah, I'm – Yeah, both nutty. I need to have a re- – I need to have the serotonin and the yep. endorphin release to yeah, make yeah. My, my day easier. Yeah. Well, I started this year with something a bit different. I did a, a five-day fast with, with no food <laughs> at all. Yeah, just water and coffee and hydrolytes, and that was it. How much weight I, did you lose? About over five kilos. Shivers. I did five that. Five days? I did that. Not consecutive days. <laughs> but I have. That's, that's effectively so far this year. Actually, no, I haven't. <laughs> Hang no, on a second. Do we, do we count trips to Bali where it's there you go? That's no food for five days. For five a days reason. fasting. So take us through that experience. What are you imagining? What are you are you thinking about donuts? Are you thinking what are you doing? Steak, chicken. No, nah, the first couple of days it doesn't. I don't think most people really worry too much about food because you know, really, as humans, we're kind of we're okay with it. We're, we you know genetically kind of predisposed to being able to have a couple yep. of days off the food. Day three, I was just going. Oh, I can eat the arse out of chicken and gravy right now. Oh. Chicken and gravy and chips. I was just, yes. it was just really going through my mind Day too four. much. Day four, I'd moved on to pizza. Five? <laughs> Day five, I was with pizza, but with chicken and gravy ice, and on ice it. Gra- and ice cream. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> and the thing is, you I'd meant... be a cannibal by day five. <laughs> oh. I would. Everything's on the table. Georgie, woof, run! I'm hungry. Oh, it was bad. And everyone says, oh, you know, you've got to you've got to ease yourself off at a a five day fast, right? Where no. you know you slowly integrate food. And I was just like, yeah, I can do that, or I can start drinking alcohol. Oh yes, please. <gasps> what was the first thing you ate after a five day fast? I actually had some chicken soup first, nice and easy, and a couple of bananas, and I went, this is going well, right? This is what you're meant to do, slowly integrate. And I went, I'll do that. And about 10 minutes after that, I was in the bathroom for three hours, and I went, well, this is just not working. <laughs> so this is not working, so let's just give up. Let's get some – let's have a beer. Let's have a couple of drinks, yeah. see how this goes. Just so you're aware, the first thing I would eat after a five-day fast is I would woof a whole chicken like a Malteser. <laughs> Just hold the legs and strip it out. <laughs> hey, we were talking earlier on the show about shared households. Oh, I know yeah. You're a comedian. You yeah. came up through the ranks. I'm yeah. guessing, like all of us, you spent a fair bit of time oh, uh, sharing house with strangers. <laughs> I, I Yeah, I've, I had um, a couple of great flatmates, and I also had one guy who tried – he literally sabotaged my life and sabotaged my sex life because – it, like legitimately, he he actively went and did it because what was happening is when I was I was probably only about twenty twenty one or something like that, and uh, I was doing very very well with the ladies because I'm very handsome, but also too it's the mystique of my modesty that women love. <laughs> so uh, I was doing pretty well. I was going. I was on a bit of a purple patch with the ladies. I won't lie. And uh, and he was not doing as well. So he went, okay, he Mez seems to be, you know, bringing home a lot of friends. Yes. Um, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to ruin that. And he got a scallop, you know, like a, a the Pota- fish. Yeah, yeah, like. Got a oh. scallop. Yeah, the fish scallop. Not the potato scallop. No, no, no. Okay. Got a scallop. Why he would have one, I don't know. And he hid it in my bedroom. <sighs> And he put it on top of a curtain rail. Oh. oh. And it went crook and I could never find oh, it. wow. Your room stunk. It was so bad, I moved out of the room oh. and moved into the storage room and put all the storage stuff into that room. <laughs> I, was like, I, can't, I can't do it. Because I was still on this purple patch where, you know, like I was making a lot of very, very um, deep friendships yes. with women for a night. Yep. And then... I, and the, I would, I couldn't bring what, the, this room in the broom closet. You, it was horrific. <laughs> this smell was, I couldn't get rid of it. And the thing was, right, and this is where he outsmarted himself. His whole idea was, what I'll do is I'll hide this seafood in his room, and then the women will go to his bedroom and they will be disappointed. But I was like, one step ahead of you, mate. I'm going to disappoint them with the sex. So, <laughs> so I should have household with a guy, uh, Chiefy, and or the day he moved in. And he put this huge candle in his room, and it was like about three foot tall. It was like the bed. I said, what's that? He goes, that's my sex candle. Goes, Every time I have sex, I'm going to put that on, and I have sex to well, under candlelight. A year and a half later, it was still three foot tall. <laughs> <laughs> and the only time it had been used was for a seance where he tried to have sex with someone from the other side. Wow. That was how desperate. Wow. Did you also check to see that it actually had a wick? <laughs> if he says it's a sex candle but it doesn't have a wick. I'm not sure it's... he had a wick. <laughs> <laughs> Is how that went. You had a What was it for your first shared house? Do you remember yeah, I do. I mean, my mates, uh, Spooky and uh, Mega Man. I we- love that. I, was, I heard that this morning. When you said Spooky and Mega Man, I went, oh, my God, this is like the Goonies. <laughs> and, and, De- and my other mate was Demon. We all lived together in a house. So it's just- <laughs> Who was scarier, Spook or Demon? Uh, probably, Mega Ma- Man. probably Mega Man. <laughs> oh, Mega Man. <laughs> All right. You all uh, happily cohabitated? Happily cohabitated. Food was an issue. We used to uh, hide food on each other because our um, – 
Our bedside manner wasn't what it should have been. Did, did you, you know name? Food? Did you name food in the fridge? This is uh, MG's. Well, stay for, away. for a couple of weeks we did. We kind of had Tupperware dishes with the little post-it notes on it. Mine, MG's, Luke's, yeah. and then we found out everyone was eating each other. So uh, Mega Man would hide all the barbecue biscuits and the eggs under his bed. Is he a squirrel? And, well, that's the only way to do him. That's only one scallop. Did, did you? And one scallop. <laughs> and one scallop, just for laughs. Just hide it on the curtain rail. By the way, if in, if your housemates ever do it, it's always on the curtain rail. Look yeah. up. Don't look down. Are, are you running home from here today? Like, no, I'm going to drive the car, but I'm I am running uh, quite a bit at the moment. You so, are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd like to be in a support vehicle. Yeah. Can, we, can me and MG get a support vehicle oh, and just follow you around but while you it's, run? It's Instagram. What I do is I actually only run about 500 metres until I get a sweat, and then I make out that I've run 5K, and everyone just goes, oh, oh, oh you're a weapon. Where the push-ups yeah. yesterday? Oh, that's it. Have you actually seen me do – I do 100 push-ups every day, right? Have you actually seen me do 100? No. Or have you seen me do a clip of five? Five. There you go. Unbelievable. <laughs> Anything to plug, sir, before oh, we Oh, you know, go? life be in it. That's, that's it. it. Well just done. Well done, brother. Thanks, Merrick. Great to be here. Nick and MG in the morning. Brought to you by the Sydney Kings. Spend summer with the Sydney Kings. Tickets at Ticketek. Nick and MG in the morning. Weekdays from 6 on Sydney's Triple M.